Our name, Wyomissing Family Restaurant, means just that, a place to take your family. We offer breakfast buffets Saturdays and Sundays from 8 a.m. Our lunch specials start at only $6.99. Our soup and salad bar offers over 50 items, and our dinner specials start at $9.99. Need a place for that special occasion? Our banquet room can comfortably seat up to 200 guests. At Wyomissing Family Restaurant, we never stop cooking for you. The Potato Project, or I Heart Harvest. What's the story with that? I heard about it maybe three years ago. Somebody said, well, my sister said, I'm going to go harvest potatoes. I said, what? She said, well, it's the Potato Project. And then I've heard about it two or three more times, and I thought, I need to get to, bo- to the bottom of this. And, and that's where I found you, Walt Zawoski. Hi, Walt. Good morning. Good afternoon and good day. <laughs> <laughs> All of those things, Absolutely. So I, I came to you through like three different emails and mm-hmm. somebody finally said, you need to talk to Walt. Hmm. So this is your brainchild, the Potato Project and I Heart Harvest? Yes. Yes. My, my, my bride, Linda, who's a diaconal minister and myself, we mm-hmm. sat around and we talked about this and, and uh, said, we can do something. And you were going to ask what? <laughs> no, wait. No, wait. I want to go back to the day, Walt. When you were sitting on the sofa watching the television. Well, it was in the fall of 2009. I was sitting in my easy chair watching a little television, looking for a good sports game. There was nothing good on. The Eagles weren't on, just the Jets. We're not going to do that. So we changed over to the news, and I was watching CNN. And the story came on about a farm, young farm family in Colorado near Denver, they had a successful season and they had more potatoes and carrots unharvested that they weren't going to dig up and sell. And they had seen in the news as well that there were difficult economic times for folks. So they decided for a few weekends they put an ad in the Denver Post and offer what was left in their fields to people come and dig up and, and could take home if they were hungry and needy. Mm-hmm. So they figured they would be able to do this a few weekends and the first weekend uh, according to the report, almost 20,000 people arrived at their farm. 20,000? 20,000. There was, was a backup of cars. The sheriff's department had to come out and restore order. And, and instead of it going a couple of weekends, everything was gone in two hours. Wow. The uh, interview of the farm family, they, they knew that there were difficult times from what they had heard, but they didn't think it was that difficult. Right. And I had seen this report, and I knew that we had an acre and a half in our backyard that we weren't using anymore. So I, we talked it over, my wife and I, and we decided that we could try to do something. So in the spring of 2009, we purchased some seed potatoes. We divided and cut them up by hand on the weekends, two weekends in a row, and all during the evening after work, we cut seed potatoes and planted them by hand, covered them with a farmall cub tractor that we owned, and uh, waited for them to grow. We had no idea how we were going to harvest them, how we were going to dig them up, how we were going to distribute them, but we said if it's what we're supposed to be doing, it'll work out. So you were prompted by seeing a a news story and 20,000 people coming to harvest potatoes. That's 20,000 very hungry people. That's in Denver. You figured there's hungry people here as well. Well, it had to be everywhere, but we didn't know that it was as bad as it was. Then the government... What year was this? This was... This was in the fall of 2008, okay. and we started the project in the spring, obviously, of 2009. 
Okay. And we did harvest in, in the fall of 2009. We started in September and we harvested through September, October, all the way into November before the big freeze. Well, no, wait a minute. So you plant an acre and a third? Acre and a third we planted of potatoes. Just you and your wife? Yes, by hand. At night? In the, in the evenings and two weekends in a row. Saturday, Sunday, Monday evening, Tuesday evening. And at what point did it occur to you, what are we going to do with them? <laughs> or was that your wife's pointing that well, out to you? she asked me, uh, how are we going to harvest these? Yeah. And frankly, I had no idea. I said, we'll figure it out. So what did you do that, that fall when it was time? Well, during late summer, I went down to the local tractor supply store mm -hmm. and looked around and bought a potato plow. Oh, middle buster and we adapted it to the farm all cub the potato plow is a three-point hitch for modern tractors okay. the farm all cub 1952 tractor had nothing to do with that but we figured and we we made it work it worked so we figured that was a lot easier we originally thought that well we'll tell people to bring shovels and hose and they'll dig them up <laughs> yeah. so do I, did people come help you harvest even though yes you had, okay yes and where did you find these people uh, our congregations and churches, and we put the word out through the emails, and one pastor to another pastor to another pastor, and, and they brought some folks. So one pastor brought two confirmands, and there, so there were three that day, and another one had 30 congregation members show up to help wow. harvest potatoes. How many did you harvest? The first year we harvested 7,700 some odd pounds. What did you do with them? All of them went to local food pantries and the Greater Brooks Food Bank for distribution to those who need help. Right here in Berks County? In Berks County. What was the reception to these, you know, you coming in with a pickup truck full of the potatoes? Well, the post story was uh, Doug Long mm -hmm. from Greater Berks Food Bank. He, uh, I had talked to him over the phone and he admitted some guy was gonna do, do potatoes, we'll take what he has, but we'll probably never hear from him again, he says. So you're that some guy, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. I'm that some guy. So the, the second year, <clears throat> One of the local reverends from another one of our churches came up to visit us because he had heard about the potato project and wanted to know what we were doing. So I told him what we were doing. And he said, well, his church has 30 acres around, around their church, and uh, he wanted to know if we wanted to expand and use, use their ground. Wow. I said, well, we're, you know, we're not going to be able to do 30 acres. There just aren't enough people to help out. Yeah. But we took five acres of what they had plus our acre and a third. So the second year, we did six and a third acres. That was an enterprising jump. Uh, more than double. It's quite the work. <laughs> yeah. But at least we had some kind of method, and we didn't know if we were going to be able to harvest them all, because you know, six and a half acres of potatoes is a lot of potatoes, or six and a third acres. And we did 28,000 pounds, and we completed wow. harvest in the second year. The third year, we did it again. Fourth year, we doubled, or the third year, we doubled in size from six and a third to 12 and a half acres. We almost doubled in size to 22 acres the next year. And this year, in our seventh year, we're almost 40 acres, just short of 40 acres. 40 acres. acres. Now and we, where are you getting the land? People are just coming forth and saying, hey, I have some land here. And would, they, would you till it? Exactly. All the, we do not have a farm. All the land is donated. All the equipment and the funds to do this come in donations. All wow. the time is in donations. Uh, we are a 5013C now. There are no salaries. My time is donated. In a year, I put in about 35 hours a week on average, with nothing to do in January and February and July. <laughs> and you were motivated 
from a story that put it front and center in your face that there are very hungry people right here in our neighborhood. Well, that story and uh, obviously the words in Scripture through the Christ, I was a pew sitter. Most folks today are still pew sitters. Tell me what is a pew sitter? They come to church on Sunday, listen to the word, we nod our head, say that's good, and we go home. (laughs) They pass the plate, we put a little money in it, that's what... Most folks do, particularly Lutherans, and money solves everything. Get out your wallet. Mm-hmm. Money doesn't solve everything. Mm-hmm. There's never enough money. You're very special, Walt, because you had the, the fortitude and the courage to say, kind of plant potatoes without really knowing the end product or the roadmap or what you would do with them. You just did what you could, and the rest is happening. It, it falls into place. Uh, I had a little experience in farming when I was young. Mm-hmm. We had a, uh, in our first year, there was a, uh, a woman who was watching what we were doing while I was watching. <laughs> and she came over and asked me, you know, how many years you've done this? And I explained to her that this was the first year. And she said, well, you've obviously planted potatoes before because this is all organized and people are working so well. And I said, yes, one year we had a 25-foot row. Wow. And you know, we bagged directly. It was a muddy year in 2009. There were a lot of rain, so we had to wash potatoes. We've improved the process where once we had to plant with our older equipment, we had a 1909 potato planter that we Oh, purchased. my goodness. Really? And uh, one row. And we planted about 1,100 pounds to the acre, and we did 12 and a half acres. Today and in 2000, two years ago, we planted 18 and a half acres. Well, we've got a more modern 1949 two-row planter, and now we're planting about 1,800 pounds to the acre. So we've reduced the footprint from 18 and a half acres down to about nine and a half to 10 acres. So we become a little more efficient that way, and we do things better as we can afford more equipment and more stewardship to help us go through and get what we need, and we try to better the process. How about um, old-fashioned elbow grease? Do you still have uh, folks volunteering (laughs) to come out for that harvest? We can't afford the big, big, big expensive equipment. Sure. So the equipment that we have is able to harvest the potatoes and put them on top of the ground. Okay. The volunteers come, they pick them up, they put them in buckets. We have guys come by with tractors and uh, trailers. They pick up the buckets from the field, they bring them back, and they dump them into uh, watermelon-sized bins that are on pallets. Then we pick up those pallets and uh, store them in the barn for Monday morning. The Greater Burks Food Bank sends trucks and we help load those on the tailgates of the trucks and the food bank takes them back and they redistribute and cut them down into five pound bags. Some of the bins and pallets will go to larger places as whole and they redistribute to Western Montgomery, Berks County and Schuylkill counties for uh, people who are in need of of, uh, extra food. Are you surprised as this grows that it seems, I'm hearing because you're expanding exponentially, there's not a glut of potatoes. There are that many more hungry people. Well, when, when we started, the government numbers were that one in eight persons in your community were food stressed. Mm-hmm. F- food uh, was missing from their table. Right. They did not have enough to eat. So they either skipped a meal or did not eat a meal for someone in their family, mm-hmm. youngster, but this includes old folks, young folks, children, mothers, fathers, veterans. 
So you're not talking you're only feeding the homeless people. There are people who are working, making a living, and still don't have enough to eat. Don't have enough. Our economy has changed. Mm -hmm. Politics and downsizing is not what it really seems to be. But you know what's so cool? Never mind the politics and downsizing. You went, I could do something about this. So I'm sensing there's still a need. And as, as you're listening to this and hearing about the potato project and I Heart Harvest and knowing it's growing and knowing that there's probably neighbors maybe right down the street that are pretty hungry, what can we do to help? A lot of a lot of folks who can continue to volunteer. We need more stewardship and don and monetary donations so we can expand. Where once we did just potatoes, now we're also have added carrots. Oh, cool! And we're adding sweet corn this year. We're trying to raise fifty thousand dollars so we can double crop and add string beans. And uh, then we want to try after that to try to go get a, a sweet corn harvester. So with with stewardship that we are offered and acres that we are offered, we turn down some acres because we don't have enough stewardship to plant. So by stewardship, you mean you need donations, equipment, harvesters, or just cash donations so you can get the appropriate equipment to do the job? Correct. If we can't get the equipment donated, we need cash to buy the equipment. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not buying new equipment. It's like I say, our right. newest, newest planter is 1949. Wow. <laughs> We, we had a uh, new tractor purchased and donated to us. One of the congregation members, Dave Owen, uh, went out and saw what we were doing, and he wanted to help, so he donated a larger tractor for us, and that's been the mainstay of what we've been doing. We've purchased a second tractor, and this year we've purchased a larger third tractor to handle more acres. Where are the, are the different acres? I was going to say farms. and even, It's not farms. It, the donated land, where? It, it can be as small as... We've had as small as... 0.2 acres oh my goodness. and as large as 8 acres. And throughout Berks County? Um, generally in circles around from Kutztown. We have Ole, okay. we have Virginville, we have Shoemakersville, uh, Kutztown, there's quite a few places. And you, you have more acreage waiting to be tilled if you get the stewardship and the volunteers, is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. How we we, we turned down about 12 acres this year because I, d I did not believe, I mean, we have not met our operational budget yet this year okay. and uh, so we didn't take on more additional acres than was available. We had 12 to 16 acres that was still available to us that we, we couldn't fulfill the need. Then, uh, the food need is there, the food bank, Doug Long says, keep it coming. <laughs> no doubt and, and I've known Berks County to have big hearts and deep pockets when you hear a story like this one so if somebody's listening and can donate offer stewardship so that you can till those extra 12 to 16 acres how might we contact you? Well you can find us on the internet if you have access just simply google I Heart Harvest that's I-H-A-R-T Harvest that's one word if you google that the first page will be full of everything we do we have a website, we have Facebook for updates, we're on LinkedIn. If you can't find us, they can contact you. They can, <laughs> you can. You can contact us here at the People Chronicles and maybe take news about the project to your respective congregations and collectively we can grow this even more. I can't thank you enough for sitting on the sofa that day watching that story and saying, I can do something because you've mo motivated so many others and I know you're making a huge difference here in Brooks County. Thank you, Walt. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Want to know more about who's doing what in Berks County? Check out the stories on thepeoplechronicles.com.